Hello there, this is Dave Allen for EV20 Questions and today I want to talk about my Barcelona merry-go-round trip to check out chargers. Well, it was a road trip day. I decided to go and check out a couple more rapid chargers in Barcelona. I set out from home with a GPS coordinate set for a charger near to Poblenau, Villa Olimpica. It's about a 99km journey and would take me about an hour. I ended up doing a few kilometres extra due to turning off at Junction 23. I'm not quite getting the right t turns done after that. There was a couple of left turns, all one after another, and one of them was a turn into a petrol station. I really didn't expect that at all. So I had to drive back to Junction 24, do a U-turn, and try again. But on the second time, I got it right. On the second time, I uh, managed to... Um, well, I couldn't see the charger straight away, so I pulled into the uh, a parking space near to the petrol station and got out of the car and had a walk around. And I soon found out where the rapid charger was. It wasn't in a very particularly pretty place to stop, but it was okay, you know, it wasn't too bad. There was a few sort of taxi drivers sort of hanging around there, sort of doing what they do for a while they're waiting for the next job. They were sort of uh, chatting to each other and smoking cigarettes and stuff and yeah, horrible stuff. But, you know, that was the way it was. So, so I um, plugged in and uh, while I was going there, I was using the Barcelona Live charge card. I did try the Girona RFID card first but I don't know why I keep bothering to try that because it never seems to work except in Girona but still it, they did tell me at first that I was able to use it in Barcelona as well but nah it doesn't go anyway. So um, the charger had got the CCS the Chalamo and I think it got an AC plug as well I didn't really sort of look very closely if, it, if I'm completely honest about that but there you go. And I wanted the Chalamo to go onto my 2018 Nissan Leaf of course. Now the uh, plug that was connected to it was one of those uh, weird ones that's got a sort of lever with it. Sometimes with a Chatamo you just sort of, you know, plug it in, you know, you don't have to mess about with anything. And there's just a wee bit of a, a, a button at the top of it where you sort of press that to, uh, let, let, to, to let go, as it were. But on this one there, you have to push the lever out and then you push it into the socket on your car and the lever sort of comes back in again and then sort of clicks into a sort of like a latch or a, something to hold the lever and a holding point. It took me a while to work out that you need to push the lever out first so that it goes into the socket properly and then locks into position and it's ready for charging. Anyway, I got it right the second time and I think next time I go and do some chatter mode charging and I find myself using one of those types of um, sockets, I'll be okay. So I spent a couple of minutes messing about taking some photos because I wanted to add some photos into PlugShare, the crowdsourced electric charge point app. And during that five or ten minutes, I'm not sure exactly how long I took doing that, the car went from 54% and it was up nearly 70%. That was pretty good going, that was. When I looked at the car computer information to see how the charging was going, it was going at 28 kilowatts by that time. And obviously, you know, when you get sort of higher in the range of the battery there, it goes in a bit slower. The battery temperature wasn't going to be particularly high because I hadn't done that many kilometres to get there. 28 was okay. So I stayed at this charge point for about 24 minutes and I added 11.25 kilowatt hours into the battery and that got me up to about 84%, something like that anyway, and it was time to move on. So then I headed south towards a public charger which is inside a car park, apparently, according to the PlugShare app, and that's a shopping centre. Well, that was all wrong because there was no shopping centre there, but there were a few sort of uh, cafes nearby. I decided not to use that charger in the end because I'd still got plenty of juice in the battery because I wasn't far away from the charger I stopped at before, but I was impressed with the facilities there. The charger was um, inside a car park, so you've got to pay to get in the car park, but it wasn't too expensive. 
I think I worked it out. It was only going to cost about um, two euros and ten cents to go in there and do some charging for three quarters of an hour. So it wasn't too bad. On the other hand, though, this particular place, there's a sort of markets area where I don't know they they must supply all the markets around the town or lor- lor- lorries go or. Uh, small trucks going in there sort of uh, collecting stuff to uh, deliver around Barcelona and I had to pay two euros and ten cents that's maybe that's where the two euros and ten cents came in but anyway I had to uh, pay euro two euros and ten cents to get into this particular charging area this this area of Barcelona I followed the instructions on the GPS and took me around to the back of the um, car park when really I should have gone in through the front and um, because I couldn't go in through the exit of the car park to get to where the uh, chargers were. Now, the chargers, there was uh, one rapid charger there, which had got the CCS and the Chatamo. It may have had a AC one there as well. I'm not really sure if it did or not, but still. Uh, there were about sort of eight, seven or eight charging bays, and it's obviously a work in progress because of those eight charging bays. There was one rapid charger there, you can only get one car next to the rapid charger, so there's no way of getting to the other side and waiting while someone else was charging. There was, however, two other charging points um, situated further along. So in all, you could have three cars charging at any one time. I suppose at some point in time, they'll put the rest of the um, the chargers there and more people will be able to charge up. But as electric cars more, get more um, prevalent and, and more spaces are needed. Anyway, so it was all right. It was good. So next I decided to move on to the airport at Barcelona. There's an AMB charger, which is not far away from the airport, and I tried to use it before, but first time I hadn't got the phone app, I hadn't got the, um, the application on the phone to be able to do it, I hadn't got the um, the cards, or I thought I needed cards, but anyway, I couldn't get it to work anyway. But I actually asked on Twitter or Facebook how to use the app, because I was trying pressing buttons and pressing things and stuff and nothing was working. And in the end, I found that you had to slide a tile across in the app and then you got access to begin charging. And that was easy once I got once I knew how to use it. So I pulled into the charging point and in no time at all using the app, I was um, charging. And I was still fairly well charged up, so I didn't really need a lot of juice, but I wanted to get something to eat and use some facilities. Fortunately, there was uh, three cafes to choose from in the area. And if you was uh, in, of a mind to, there was um, hotels around the area as well. So, in fact, you could probably go into those hotels and get cups of teas or coffees or whatever else in those places as well, if you wanted to. So it wasn't a bad place to stop. So this place, anyway, during the daytime was a good place to go because you've got, apart from this uh, rapid charger, the AMB rapid charger, there was some AMB ones for charging other vehicles. I suppose they're there for charging up motorbikes, but you don't get that many motorbikes. It could be they got the um, Meneke's uh, sockets in there. And it could be that they got the uh, Shuko ones in there. Maybe both. But I'll have a look next time we go. So it was time then to uh, get back home because I want to get back. I wanted to get back in time for the Apple event, which is going to be on the TV at three o'clock. I didn't get back for three o'clock. It was a bit after that because, um, well, it was um, a bit of a drive from uh, back from Barcelona Airport. I was going to stop at a supermarket in Tordera, which is a set of Type 2 chargers. And it'd be a handy place to stop that would to um, fill up during the uh, shopping hours or the opening hours of the shop. And uh, do a little bit of shopping and put a bit of juice into the car while on the way back. If I had to stop there, I'd have missed more than the 15 minutes of the uh, event I was going to miss anyway. So, 
I'm an Apple enthusiast. I use an iMac. I've got an iPhone, iPad, iWatch, Apple Watch. And I was uh, pleased to see that the Apple Mac Mini was updated. Uh, my first Apple computer was a Mac Mini. In fact, I've still got it upstairs and it's in perfect working order, even if it doesn't run the latest operating system. It was uh, from the time before they changed over to the Intel processors, and that's how old it is, but it still works. Anyway, so let's back, get back to talking about rapid charging. On my last few trips to Barcelona to check out the uh, rapid charging facility, I've had great success, and I feel much more confident now about travelling to Barcelona and finding somewhere to plug the car in. Even with a trip to the far side of Barcelona, to the airport for instance, it's possible to do the trip without using a public charger. So I could go there and back just on one uh, full charge of the battery. But I prefer to have a bit of extra charge in there just in case something untoward happens. I mean, you never know, there could be a, um, something like a, an accident on the road and force you to do a, re a detour. It could be other things that um, you know, sort of send you off in a different direction and you just could take the wrong turn. Even though I drive like a granny, or maybe a granddad, I am a granddad after all, um, and I don't drive like I stole the car, uh, due to my easygoing driving style and the range of my 2018 Nissan Leaf with a 40 kilowatt hour battery, I don't really have to worry too much. I could get there and back all in one go. But as I say, it's nice to have that extra bit in there just in case. Uh, we don't want to get into a situation where we've got range anxiety. I've had my car now for... I don't know, four or five months, well, since the end of May, beginning of June, and I've driven 9,500 kilometres. I'm not far away from the 10,000, and I haven't had any bad moments of worry. There was one day where I drove 500 kilometres, and I was on a trip up into uh, France there, so it's pretty easy for me to say that the 2018 Nissan Leaf is more than just a car for driving around the city with the right infrastructure, and there's plenty of infrastructure around up in France, not so much, not so good here in uh, in Spain, unfortunately, although Barcelona's pretty good. Um, it's good enough for long trips. In fact, I've just got back from France. I was on a trip to uh, Les Angles, and I have driven my car to Les Angles once and uh, made it there back with no problems. Uh, on that particular trip, I uh, did some charging in Perpignan, and then I went a bit further and I charged up again in Quinlan. And then from Quinlan I sort of went up the mountain and I got to the top of the mountain with 54% left of the battery and then came down the mountain and put some in with regeneration and stuff on the road coming down. And this time I wasn't driving a, uh, uh, I wasn't driving an electric vehicle. Even though I wasn't driving Rosie, I decided to spend a couple of minutes looking through the town of town and I found two charging points that are of the Revio types which you can use the new motion card with and I took some photos and added them into the plug share app because they wasn't there so I was doing my bit of uh, uh, civic duty while I was uh, out and about not EV driving but still thinking about my electric car well there's a few reasons why I didn't drive Rosie up the mountain this time first of all it was going to be wet and rainy and there was a possibility of snow. We bought some snowshoes, or my wife had got some snowshoes, uh, these fabric ones that you put over the uh, the wheels of the car to get extra traction. I uh, didn't want to put the chains on there because we don't use them that much. We don't go the snow into the snow areas very often, but it's kind of handy to have something there in the car that doesn't take up a lot of space and is useful. So we got some of those for her car. Uh, didn't see any for my car, so that was another reason why we didn't go in my car because hadn't got the snowshoes for it. In the end, we didn't use them, although the last 10 kilometres, 
uh, we was I was actually driving in the snow. And it's the first time I've driven in the snow for a while, sort of now that I've been living in uh, this area in uh, the, near the Mediterranean and um, good weather generally. So it was a bit nerve-wracking, but I managed it in the last 10 kilometres, even though there's uh, snow coming down and it was starting to pack on the roads. Just kept my foot off the brake and I was all right, so... So that was one reason, the snow. The second reason was with uh, going up there with the dog. I didn't really want to have a dirty, wet dog going in the back of my car. So another reason to use my wife's car. Because it's a van and the dog was quite happy to go into the back of the van. And uh, that was good. And besides, the other reason was the fact that uh, I've got a lot of stuff to carry. Probably could have squeezed it into my car, but uh, Renault Kangoo, it was, um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was actually good to have a, the extra space to put all the stuff. Now, if I'd have had the money earlier in the year when we was buying the uh, car for my wife, I think I'd have persuaded her, I'd have done my best to persuade her to buy the electric version of the Renault Kangoo. My funds wouldn't stretch that far, but her next car will have to be electric because, I mean, really, that's all she needs. She doesn't need a car for doing long distances, um, you know, with a big battery and a lot of expense. So maybe, well, I'm certain that the next time we buy a car, it's going to be an electric car for her. But that's going to be about three, maybe four years off because we've got to pay for this Renault Kangoo first. Anyway, let's move on. So uh, I didn't fancy having the dog in the car and um, we had to take the dog with us because it was one of those holidays where we're in the forest walking and uh, perfect for the dog to sort of do a lot of running around having freedom. So I'm, I missed Rosie. I missed my car while I was away. And you know what? I'm thinking about sort of finishing doing this podcast, chatting and stuff and I think I'll get out in the car and go for a spin. Anyway, this is Dave Allen for EV20 Questions. I have a bit of a chat about um, stuff to do with EVs and a little bit not to do EVs this time, but I'm uh, going to go for a drive. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye now.